I'm happy, happy. I'm happy like a peach in a tree. There I am hanging around, hoping there'd be someone like you to pick me. I'm happy, oh happy Lord. I'm happy like the tree in the breeze. There I am away to you, hoping that you'd sit by me. Welcome to the IDP Show. I'm your host, Josh Raymer, joined in the Soul Shack tonight. On my right, Adam Markham. Addy, how are you, Hone? Doing very well, Josh. How are you, mate? Uh, I feel like uh, this is like a deja vu scenario. I feel like uh, I've seen you already this week. Yeah, twofer. A little twofer action. So it's a, it's a, you know, it's kind of a weird period because it feels like the draft is six months away. But man, things are happening in these NFL streets, Addy. So we had to bust out the two for this week. Man, there's so much going on right now. Can't help but hop on here and record a good sode. That's right. And we have a good one for y'all tonight. We are going to be doing the IDP free agency preview. Of course, the legal tampering period opens on Monday. The new new league year kicks off on Wednesday. But of course, most of these big deals get announced before Players can actually sign with the teams on Wednesday. So we will be back with you all on Monday doing a full recap, breaking down all the IDP deals that were signed. But tonight we are going to walk through some of the big names that are set to become free agents. And Addy, it is quite a list, especially at the linebacker position. But we've also got some juicy defensive linemen and DBs to talk about. But you want to talk about rankings and kind of forecasting what the linebacker landscape is going to look like in 2023 this next week is going to have a very big impact on that oh yeah I mean, there's just so many linebackers out there like we've been doing all these best ball drafts and like you know there's there's probably like 15 to 20 guys that like you know what their role is going to be next year but then yeah the rest of them totally up in the air just no so, idea so many solid free agents so yeah I'm looking forward to to a week from now to kind of have all this stuff kind of settled and uh, fire up those best ball drafts again. Y'all better believe it. We got a Baker's Dozen going right now. Yeah, 12 best balls. Yeah, well, Baker's Dozen is 13. Uh, Well... One of those isn't active though, Josh. Oh, okay. That well, we we've, we've got number thirteen going, but yes, you haven't fired up ten yet. I don't think Correct. have you. Yes. Nine is still being filled right now, or is it filled? Uh, it's almost filled. Almost filled. Okay, so maybe we can get a link sent out um this week to try to get that one filled up. Yep. Everyone check the tweets. Yes, you've already tweeted it, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, we'll, so we'll re-up it. So number nine is cranking. Number ten, Addy's just got that one sitting in sleeper, ready to ready to go. Um, I think Kyle Bellyfuel, number eleven, he filled. John Macri is getting one going. So reach out to him if you'd like to get into his best ball draft. And then Jake Colhagen has got one cranking as well. Yeah. So we're about to take it up a notch, though. Yeah, and we have the ADP. That's going to be a thing that we have on the site pretty soon. We've already got two drafts completed we're yep. getting close to a third so yes expect all those to be finished over the next two weeks and then we're going to have some real good adp data and adp that's only going to get better yep. and we talked a little bit about the idp draft kit on the last show of which the adp data will be part of that draft kit and the beautiful part is that the kit is going to evolve and change based on what we're seeing in the marketplace sleepers breakouts busts all going to be relative to the ADP. You can't call someone a bust if they're being taken as LB50. That's right. Because who are you disappointing if you don't perform up to expectations? So all the content that is going to live in the IDP show draft kit, the rankings, the blurbs, everything is going to feed off of this ADP, which means that as the season goes along, we get more drafts, we get more data. The information is only going to get better as we go. So you want to be subbed the whole summer, Addy, to make sure you get this thing all the way up to whenever your drafts are. We out here drafting. That's right. We in these streets. We sure are. As you like to say. So let's get in these free agent streets, Addy, and let's kick things off with the linebacker position. And uh, where else would we be starting? But the biggest free agent linebacker, the white whale of this group, it is Bobby Wagner. 
released by the Los Angeles Rams. And uh, he skyrockets to the top of both IDP and NFL linebacker rankings in terms of this free agent class. So, Addy, for each of these guys, we're just going to kind of give maybe some landing spots. We've done the research to see what are the linebacker needy teams, what are the defensive line needy teams, which teams need DB, and then we've also looked at cap space because there may be a needy team, Addy, like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a need with Levante David out the door, but they're about $46 million over the cap. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to be doing much spending. But let's kick things off with Wagner. Ideal landing spot for me, Addy, how about the Detroit Lions? So I think B-Wags is going to want to go to a spot where he can chase a ring. I don't think B-Wags is interested in, you know, taking, uh, you know, a four-year, $80 million deal from the Chicago Bears. I just don't think that's in the cards for B-Wags. But the Detroit Lions, they have a clear need. That position has been a black hole forever in Detroit. So let's bring in B-Wags. Let's solidify the LB room and let him chase a ring with an ascending franchise. We mentioned that we've done the research to the Lions, at least as about a week ago, about 1,200 vacant linebacker snaps between Alex Anzalone and Jared Davis hitting free agency. And about $23.3 million in cap space. So this is a realistic type of signing they could make. Interesting nugget, though, that dropped, Daddy. Just saw tonight the Seahawks have been in contact with Wagner. This is another team that kind of came out of nowhere and popped in 2022. And if B-Wags wants to go chase a ring, the Seahawks might not be a bad option either. Yeah, I like I like both those calls there. Um, Detroit would be money. I think he would be... You know, you're looking at another probably top five finish if he ends up in Detroit. Probably same thing with Seattle, too. I mean, both those situations would be really good. Um, there's not really going to be a lot of bad spots for Bobby Wagner. No. I put down maybe the Bills. You yeah. Know, Tremaine Evans is gone. Poyer's probably gone. This team is going to feel like they need to make a splash because they're going to think their window is still now. I'm not sure it is, but uh, – it's it's you know they're gonna need to do something they're gonna they're gonna want to do something um, they're, they're gonna make a big move they're lo- they're losing too many guys and I just feel like that could be uh, an easy move to get the the fans excited although I don't think it's gonna move move the needle much for them I'm, I think the window's closed Josh you think the window for the Bills is closed we'll see I mean they got it they get they got to get they got to get some upgrades um, they do on, need some reinforcements but you got a top five quarterback so I think they'll be in the mix but. You got to go through Joe Burrow. You got to go through Patrick Mahomes. It's tough. It's yeah. it's tough sledding, man. Von um, Miller is he going to be back to full yeah. health next year? Probably not yeah. until at least the second half of the season. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know. Yeah. So uh, Buffalo Bills number twelve on the list. One thousand nineteen vacated snaps between Edmonds, Tyrell Dotson, and AJ Klein. So. Yeah. Those aren't big names, those second two guys, but uh, a lot of linebacker bodies just walking out of that room. And I know uh, Terrell Bernard's been a big uh, yes offseason hype guy, but I just feel like I'm just kind of worried about him. I feel like they're going to easily bring someone. There's just too many good linebackers. There is. There. I, all, these lo- all these guys that we love could easily have the trap door underneath them. Right, and even if it's not someone big like uh, Bobby Wagner, Tremaine Edmonds, David Long, like it could be someone like Dindo Perryman. You know. Yep. Um, Alex Singleton's just some someone they're not gonna have to pay a lot of money for. Oh yeah, somebody they can get for like one year, four million dollars. Yeah. You know, to come in there. So I, 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 we love some of these young linebacker darlings, but I mean, even Ernest Jones, Brian Osamoa, Nicobe yeah. Dean. I mean, all it's these scary guys. times. Yeah, right now. It, you're just holding your breath. Let's let's get through next week, and that's something we'll talk about is fallout not just of the person signing the new contract but what about the existing guys right. there what about these rookies that we love where how does that shake up the landscape so uh but speaking of the bills let's talk about the linebacker they are losing tremaine Edmonds is walking out the door potentially greg rosenthal on today's around the nfl thinks that maybe they could overpay to keep Edmonds and poyer in-house i don't know i could see poyer more than Edmonds. But they did make a good point that this was the first pick of this current regime. So there may be some kind of bias working there that could keep Tremaine Edmonds in the building. I think he's gone personally. 
And uh, Addy, this is a favorite of John Macri, and I love it as well. Give me the Houston Texans. And I think Tremaine Edmonds to the freaking moon if this happens because um, outside of uh, Christian Harris, I think Christian Kirksey will be cut, and I think Tremaine Edmonds could step into a primo role there in Houston. Yeah, that's a that's a great call. It would be great for his value. Um, Tremaine Edmonds still just like, what, 23, 24. So, um, yeah, that, that would be very nice. I could see somewhere like Chicago. Yeah. You know, it's – one of these teams has got the most money to spend because I feel like Tremaine's going to be one of the guys getting one of the larger contracts because of his age, because of his, you know, draft upside. Pedigree. Yeah, right. Draft that, pedigree. That's where this stuff carries a lot of weight, like more than it should. Tremaine Edmonds had his best graded year PFF wise. So, um, yeah, I, I feel like he's going to get one of the bigger contracts out there. Yeah. So Texans have about $41.7 million in cap space. So, uh, they're not necessarily a linebacker needy team because they haven't cut Christian Kirksey yet. So they don't really show up on this list of like vacated snaps. But I think that will be something they'll look to do is even if they don't cut Kirksey, they will look to bring in, I think, a serious upgrade with D'Amico Ryan's there in-house now. So, yes, give me Tremaine Edmonds to the Houston Texans. Addy next up is a Nate Tice favorite, and we love him on this show as well. David Long Jr., formerly of the Tennessee Titans. I think reading the tea leaves there, um, I think, what was it that Vrabel called him? Um, often injured or repeat offender. That's what it was, a repeat offender in terms of being injured. Mm. So I thought that was pretty curious. It was like near the end of the season, and I thought, oh, that, some shade at him. That does not bode well for yeah. him to come back to Tennessee. So I think David Long Jr. is gone. And had to give me the Atlanta Falcons. There's an Arthur Smith connection there, obviously, former Titans OC. They have tons of cap space and a need opposite Anderson. So they are actually uh, 10th on the list, losing 1,049 snaps with Rashawn Evans walking out the door, $67.2 million in cap space. So I think they will be big spenders in free agency, and I think they will spend big on the linebacker position. Very nice. I like it. I have the Seahawks here. Um, Cody Barton, he's a UFA, and Jordan Brooks had surgery to repair his ACL on January 19th. I'm telling y'all, folks, we are not going to see Jordan Brooks this season. It's not going to happen. Stop spending top 100 picks on this guy truly if you want to f- punt this guy into like the 40s maybe i'm interested there but we're still seeing him go yeah way too high in these best ball drafts yeah no thanks so yeah you know probably gonna miss 2023 and that's the final year of his contract because um, i don't think they'll pick up his option i don't either i so really don't so i feel like brooks is gonna be on another team in 2024 so yeah, they're going to probably want a, a decent linebacker, I think. David Long Jr. fits that bill. 13.3 points per game last year. Also had the exact same points per game in 2022, but graded very well. 76.2 PFF grade in 2022, 67.4 in 21. Um, yeah, David Long's uh, an elite option when he's healthy, of course. Yes. So, speaking of Jordan Brooks, I wanted to look it up. He is LB17. By our ADP right now, which has two finished drafts. And I wanted to see, too, where is Long going? He is LB31. So I would, like, flip-flop those two. I would much rather have David Long than a guy that probably won't see the field uh, come 2023. I think if he does see the field, it will be past the point of helping your fantasy teams. Yeah. Because it'll maybe you get him back for the playoffs. Maybe yeah, you're gonna, if you're gonna probably have to hang on to him all year. Exactly, he's just gonna clog up your roster. Yeah, you just gotta, folks. Just we told you, go back and check our YouTube shorts. Addy had one talking about now is the time to sell Jordan Brooks, and it was I think it was even before the injury. It was because the grades were dropping. Yeah, I mean the injury made it look a lot better. Yeah, I was gonna say that take aged well. We hate it for Jordan Brooks. Like we don't, you know. But that's you should always. Do that when you have a chance to sell a linebacker high, do it if yep. you can. That's right. Let's talk about one of the guys that I am probably higher on than consensus, Bobby O'Karake, formerly of the Indianapolis Colts. I think from I think it's the Schultz report has been putting out on Twitter that O'Karake is going to have a robust market. 
couple teams thrown out. Uh, Carolina Panthers, of course, Frank Reich there. Um, but the team that I think just is a no-brainer is the Chicago Bears. You have Matt Eberflus, the former ND coordinator. You have tons of cap space. You have a positional need. I think you can take this one to the bank. If I'm going to put my stamp on one of these guys and say lock it in, Bobby Okereke is going to the Chicago Bears. They have $96.8 million in cap space. They are losing Nicholas Morrow, Joe Thomas, Matthew Adams. They are second in vacated snaps to linebackers. And, uh, of course, Roquan Smith is in Baltimore. And, heck, I think even if they bring in an Okereke, that doesn't necessarily evaporate my hope for Jack Sanborn. I think Sanborn's the one we have to be the most concerned about because there's just no chance, 0% chance, the Bears do not add someone significant in free agency at that position. Yeah, exactly. They're bringing somebody in. Uh, just hopefully it's just one. Could be could be multiple. $96.8 million. But I can see it now. You know, they bring in someone like uh, like Bobby O., and then we're we're gonna start seeing the the poster boards of like this is the next uh, Erlacher and Briggs, right? Oh God, Sanborn and yeah, there and you Bobby go, o. Sanborn and Bobby O. What a fearsome duo! I love it though. Uh, yeah, listeners understand. Uh, Josh did the prep work first, so he got all the best landing spots. It's I, true, I agree. That Chicago landing spot's hard to. It's beat. perfect. It's really good. The Matt uh, Eberflus connection that just makes so much sense. Um, I said the Texans. Uh, D'Amico Ryans yep. gets to handpick his linebacker. They got tons of cap space, like Josh has mentioned, um, which just make a lot of sense. Yeah. I think Bobby Okereke will be in the top three highest-paid linebackers from this group. I think it'll be Bobby yeah. Wagner. I think it'll be Tremaine Edmonds. If I had to rank them, I'd probably say Tremaine 1, Bobby Wagner 2, Bobby Okereke 3. Yeah. That's my guess. Bobby O has a ton of upside. I mean, it, it, he's he's someone that is going like in the LB twenty five to thirty five range. He is LB twenty seven, and that is that could look like such a value um, next year. Like he 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 could easily be a top twelve option for us, especially if he lands in a primo spot like you know like Chicago, like the Texans. I mean, which we, we kind of think he might. Um, but yeah, he twelve point six points per game last year. 11.3 in 2021, um, 151 tackles last year. Kind of kind of tight. 100, it, 132 in 2021. So. I mean, if he goes to Chicago, dude, I mean, we could yeah, see. 160, 100, 170 tackles. I was going to say north of 160 is in the realm for me. Yeah. So I like it. He's probably the guy I'm most excited about. Obviously some Colts bias there, but I really do think he's a good player. Seems like he's going to have a strong market, so he should be well compensated i think he could come in be the green dot and uh, if he stays healthy rack up north of 160 tackles so let's move to another stalwart for your linebacker squad for years and years now Uh, some might call him discount bobby wagner it is levante david formerly of the tampa bay buccaneers saw today reports that uh, they would love to keep him but uh, they are about $46 million over the cap right now, so it seems like it is very likely that Levante David will be on a new team. And so I said, give me the Pittsburgh Steelers. I kind of looked at this like the Detroit Lions for Bobby Wagner um, because I think the Steelers have less money than Detroit, so if I'm looking at Detroit versus Pittsburgh, which one gets Wagner, which one gets David, I think Levante David will cost less, so I put him with the Steelers. Yeah, that would be a good spot for him as well. Um, and personally, I think Levante David is the prize of the linebackers. Ooh, I love that take. I just think, I mean, he he's he he could be such a big piece for for a team. Um, I have him going to the Giants. I think this team is solid. Mm, love and that. Once again, will be a playoff team. Uh, Daniel Jones, he's fine. Saquon Barkley, still one of the best backs in the league. Giants remind me of the old uh, AP-led Vikings. You know, gr- Ooh, yes. great run game. Yep, good defense. But main difference is better quarterback play and better coaching. So adding Levante David to a mix of Kayvon Thibodeau, Dexter Lawrence, Aziz o- Aziz Ojolari, Leonard Williams, 
Yum, yum, yum. yum. That is delicious. I love that. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers, seventh in terms of vacated snaps with 1,178, losing Devin Bush and Big Bob Spillane. They are about 328,000 over the cap right now, but I'm sure with some moves they could clear up some space and uh, add some guys if they wanted to. So, Addy, you've got a great uh, kind of spreadsheet here of the various linebackers. Uh, let's mention the one that broke after we started doing getting the doc ready for this episode, let's talk your boy Eric Kendricks. Yeah, Eric Kendricks cut, cut by the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, and we we saw this coming, right? That's yes. why we were big on Brian Osamoa. Go mean, back and listen to the H bomb and uh, Drew episode. Yeah, I and mean, we we kind of figured that was going to happen. Also, we might see Jordan Hicks get cut as well. Um, only thing is, Minnesota actually needs a, a few linebackers in there, so maybe he sticks around. But um, yeah, I mean that. You're, we're talking about Zadarius Smith potentially wanting out yep. of town too. He's basically put it on Twitter. Goodbye, Skull Nation. <laughs> right. It's like, I thought, did Zadarius Smith get cut? No, he just wants out and he's yeah. trying to force the Vikings' hand. We'd like you to stay here, bro. Yeah, you that, signed a deal. They've talked about Dalvin Cook maybe you know being traded yeah. uh, or release, which is just uh, kind of tells you just where they're at. Adam Thielen, that's another talk of, of maybe being released. You might see that here in a few days. Um, so, yeah, that, we, we thought it was going to happen. It happened. Eric Hendricks is going to be fine, I think. I think he's still someone that can contribute to uh, to a team out there and, and be a very relevant force in IDP. I mean, I, he's going to get a job, um, and I imagine he's going to be probably the best or second-best linebacker in whatever room he goes to. I could see him with the Bills. Yeah, that would be a great that – that, that would be money right there. Cheaper probably than uh, Bobby Wagner yeah. or Levante David. And you pair him with Matt Milano. Yeah. That feels like a six to seven million dollar deal, right? One to two years. Yep. I could see it. Yeah. So, yeah. Eric Kendricks, you have, I mean, going down your list here, Drew Tranquil. You've got TJ Edwards, Cole Holcomb, Jermaine Pratt. Let's talk about Jermaine Pratt. This is a guy I know you are a big fan of. Uh, I think you said that he could have, what was it, a Rashawn Evans type of career arc here? Always someone that has really played between like, 60 and 75 percent of the snaps but i feel like you know i think he's a good linebacker man i think wherever he goes i think he's he's going to get a much bigger role um had his best graded year pff wise 80.6 pff grade um so yeah I, i think you know teams take notice of this stuff jermaine pratt is good um he's been a part of a really good defense you know the last few years i think he's gonna be someone that um easily lands with the with with a large role next year so yeah i like him a lot he's someone that's also been a great value in these drafts he's like he's more in the lb 30 oh i've got it right here range lb 38 yeah choo choo that's a great value love to see that anyone else on this list that you want to call out from the linebacker position addy i mean alex singleton i mean mm-hmm. that's obviously going to be Kingleton. interesting yeah he just has just such monster weeks you know i think he had multiple 20 tackle games last year um Leighton vander ash is interesting he could have, you know, a, a, a nice uh, second life. Um, Denzel Perriman, someone that I've snatched up, and I think every single one of these best ball leagues, uh, he's like in the LB 40 to 50 range. I was going to say LVE is very nice, LB 69. Very, very nice. Very yes, nice. love to see that. Um, but that's really it for linebacker, I think. That's But that's a lot. That's a ton of players, <laughs> exactly. you know. I mean, Drew Tranquil. What do we think about Drew Tranquil? He was a stud. Yeah, he, I mean, if he if he returns to the Chargers, he's going to be a stud again, even if you know he doesn't. I mean, if if he lands in a role where he gets ninety to hundred percent of the snaps, uh, yeah, wills up. I mean, you're, he he's a he's a playmaking guy. You know, I feel like he's he's a lock for like one hundred forty to one hundred fifty tackles, but he does give you a little bit more playmaking, um, you know, with the sacks and big plays. So, yeah, I like Drew Tranquil as well. Had his best year of his career. You know, he was just someone that wasn't able to stay healthy. Just bit by the injury bug. But really, like you know, stayed healthy last year. Got his chance. And, uh, yeah, 15.2 points per game. You just – we didn't mention, I mean, Cole Holcomb and his beautiful mullet. Cole Holcomb, yeah, it's another good one. Rashawn Evans, Quincy Williams, Cody Barton, Alex Anzalone, like Addie mentioned, LVE, Denzel Perryman, Nicholas Morrow, Anthony Walker. Mm-hmm. I mean – a lot of really interesting pieces. Deion and Jones is out there. Yes. What, what do you think of him still? I don't know. It's probably over for him. But Yeah, I been, I took him in a couple of these best ball drafts. Just like, like why not? Like 17, yes. 18, you know, 18th round. 
Yeah, let's see where Dion's going. I'm curious because it, it felt LB62, so he's right after Denzel Perryman. So you probably take Perryman. I take and, Perryman. And then I take Dion Jones. Right. <laughs> so I, I don't know what to make of Dion Jones. We'll see uh, how that one turns out. But you guys can see the linebacker class is loaded. So a couple takeaways here is that the guys that get big money, I'm going to be paying a lot of attention to that because obviously – there, this you're shopping in this aisle. There are plenty of choices. This is the cereal aisle. You don't have to give big money to anybody. You don't have to. It's, so if someone gets big money, that's a very massive tell to me. Yeah. Of it's probably a dumb team. Also. It's a dumb team, but for our purposes, yeah. cha-ching, yeah, right, like, let's exactly. cash in on that. Think like Foyer last year, you know, yep. that worked out very nice. But yeah, those contracts, that's why we care about the contracts. That's why we have the contract data in the, in the ranks, you know, that's what... It matters. It does matter. It gives and us, you know, a sense of security for a time frame. You know, as long as those contracts are guaranteed, we feel good. Yeah, as long as the uh, the dead cap is yep. bigger than the cap hit, they're going to be on the team. Shaq Leonard is not getting off the Colts because it would cost more to cut them than keep them. So, despite all the injuries, Shaq's going to be there. Where are you at on Shaq right now? Do you, you think that he's a buy? It depends on the price. Of course, yes. But, um, and everyone always throw that in. Anytime you guys get to... Uh, Someone's over the bath. Someone's over the thing. For what? What are we getting? What are we What are we having to send? You know? Exactly. Would you send are a... Are you sending a first-round pick for Darius Leonard? Hell no. Are you sending a second round? Probably not, unless it's say, like in 2026. Would you do a 2023, let's say 306 for Shaq Leonard? Oh, that's tough because I'd, I'd, be, I'd be afraid that someone like... Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell Drew or Drew Sanders. Sanders. Yeah, that would scare me. So it's I'm like wanting to give up. Yeah, you want to always give up future picks. Like future picks. We're at, we're not at the we're not at the time to be selling these 2023s. 2024 know? second. Too much. Maybe, Feels like too much. Maybe give me like a a fourth as well. Okay, I like that. So Shaq and a 2024 fourth. Yeah, for a 2024 second, or maybe give me a 2023 fourth if they Ooh. if I could do that. Yeah, there you go. Get a, a fourth sneaky. back. Yeah, there you go. I like that. That would be something I would be down for. Yeah, um, but I do. I do think. I mean, I don't think Shaq Leonard's done. I think that we're going to see. It's purely health. If he just stays healthy, right? If he stays healthy, but that to me has become such a big if. Yeah, I cannot, in good faith and with full confidence, buy this guy at full asking price because I just. I mean, I watch every game. I see it. Yeah. Like it's just the dude is a dynamic player, but he's just banged up. Yeah, and he, understand he, he's. He's basically dead to us in startups. Like, yeah, they, we're not going to be drafting him in startups. Where do you he's think gonna he's going? Under- Where do you think he's going so far? Again, only two on the best balls. On the best balls. On the best balls, he's still going too high. I'm say he's probably going to go LB fifteen, LB six, Eddie. All righty, we're going to have a few more. To, I think to bump that up a little yes. bit. Hopefully, we can suppress that down. But the drafts I've seen, man. He's flying he's off still, the shelf very early. You can, yeah, he's, he's not lingering around to like the third or fourth round. Mm-mm. No, sir. Going usually in about the second. Yeah. So let's talk some DBs, Eddie. That was the linebacker group, and it is rich, but there is some nice safety options available. And let's start with your favorite player, and I'll give you the floor on a good fit for your boy, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. CD Deuce, is he going to be back in Philly? Is he going to be somewhere else? What say you, Eddie? I would love to see him on the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, my God. That would be so sick. Juan Thornhill's gone. Yep. Bring in Chauncey Gardner-Johnson to roam around with Justin Reed and yes, Darius Sneed. Oh, God. I mean, that's like the sickest secondary in the league. Absolutely. So, I would love that. Kansas City actually does have a little bit of cap. I mean, should they use that for a safety? Probably not. But that would be fun. That would be sick. Just a bunch of my favorite guys playing there together. I mean, that would be, I'm trying to think, would that be, yes, yeah, so they have about $17.8 million in cap space. They are the 14th neediest safety team. They're losing about 1,045 snaps, of which 974 belong to Juan Thornhill. So, yeah, there is a need there. There's some cap space there. And similar roles, like him and Juan Thornhill kind yeah. of do a lot of the same thing. They'll play deep. God, a okay. Amount, and he'll, he can play Ooh. the slot, play in the box, like, you know, just – very versatile safety. And, and the Chiefs just there. saw this guy in the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. So it's like they're well acquainted with C.D. Deuce. Yeah. I love that. He was awesome last year. He was, he was, he was honestly trending to be like MVP. 
I think so. Like yep. Before he tore his spleen, I think. Is, is that what he did? Or lacerated a kidney or yeah, something? Something yeah. like that. Um, tore his spleen. Well, I don't I don't know things, guys. Yeah. We, I'm we not need, very smart. We need Dr. Lesus in the house for that. We don't know how spleens work. Yeah. But uh yeah, man, he's he's awesome. One of the, one of my favorite players in the league. Um, but that that would be like my dream. So I'm just gonna keep it simple. I hope he goes back to Philly. They found the perfect role for this guy, and um he thrived there. This is still a team that is on the rise. I mean, he's going to have a chance to compete for a Super Bowl. Uh, they have about $5.5 million in cap space. They are the third neediest safety team. Y'all, the Philadelphia Eagles, here's where they rank in terms of linebacker snaps lost, DB snaps lost, and defensive line snaps lost. Linebacker, number one, losing TJ Edwards and Kaiser White. DB. They are number three, losing Marcus Epps and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson unless they bring him back. He did play 666 snaps, the devil. So DL snaps, they are number one. The Philadelphia Eagles losing 2,478 snaps between Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, Brandon Graham, Robert Quinn, Linval Joseph, and Dominican Sue. So this Philadelphia defense is very likely going to look a lot different in 2023, then it did in 2022. But the one piece that I would love to see stay in Philadelphia is Chauncey Gardner Johnson. So I hope they make it work in Philadelphia. But let's talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. But will they? You think? I mean, he's gone, right? I think they could bring him back. I think there's some debate right now on a possible franchise tag. The pa- it passed though, right? The deadline, oh, dude. That's true. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure he's out. Man, because he's going to get paid. You think um, north of let's say fifteen million? I feel like per year. Sh- I feel like he should be the highest, highest paid. paid safety. I agree. I think he will be as he's fully healthy. Yeah. He's, he's he cut. Was, look he at the, good in the cut. Turn the tape on from twenty twenty two. This guy's a menace. But let's talk about a safety from the Cincinnati Bengals that I think will get some big money as well. Jesse Bates the third. I think the Bengals could very well bring back one of these two safeties, Von Bell or Jesse Bates. I heard from some very smart football people that Von Bell was actually the one who allowed the Bengals defense to do what it did. So if they were maybe prioritizing one of these guys, maybe it's Von Bell. So um, Hill kind of does the same stuff that Jesse Bates does, mm -hmm. right? So I think Jesse Bates is gone. I don't think he's coming back to the Bengals. I would love to see him with the Texans. And I think D'Amico Ryans would love to have a rangy safety to pair with Jalen Petre. Uh, In terms of the snaps lost, the Texans were 12th with uh, right around 1,077 snaps lost with Jonathan Owens and his 920 snaps being the big contributor there. They are at $41.7 million in cap space. So I think they're going to go get a linebacker. I think they're going to go get a safety and give me Jesse Bates in Houston. Yeah, another another great landing spot. I put the Giants uh, here. You know, they're probably going to lose Julian Love. I feel like they're going to try and upgrade where they can, right? They, they're kind of probably going to talk themselves in, into the fact that they're in a window. Um so, yeah, I think Jesse Bates would make a lot of sense there, you know. Just continue to upgrade where you can. And Jesse Bates, I, I think that, you know, we're going to see him bounce back to kind of how he was um, early on in his career. Those first those first few years, he was pretty special. Yeah, I think uh, one of these teams, I think he could be a surprise, like, wow, Jesse Bates got like $12 million a year for three years. I could absolutely see. Yeah, I think he'll get a, he'll, he'll probably be the second highest paid safety, right? I would say so. I think Chauncey will be one, and I think, uh, yeah, I think, well, Poyer, we'll talk about Poyer in just a minute here, but he he could be getting paid. I would put those three in the top three. Yeah. Jesse Bates, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, and Jordan Poyer. But before we get to Jordan Poyer, let's talk about the former giant, Julian Love. Free safety, or I'm sorry, free agent as well uh, from the Giants. This is another one where I'm like, the Giants have a ton of money. Well, they did before they paid Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, but they still have some scratch left over. They uh, So why would you let Julian Love walk? Kind of my same thinking with, Chauncey, if you can find the cap space to keep this guy in the building, you traded for him. He played amazing. Keep this guy in house. I'm feeling the same way about Julian Love. 
Uh, the Giants are, let's see here. Are they on the list? They actually aren't on the list in terms of like needy safety teams. Let's see what they're, I know they're on here somewhere for cap space. So let's see what their cap space is. So they have, oh yeah, there we go. They're number 11. So 1153 with Julian Love's 1,006 snaps being the biggest contributor to that. But they have after the Saquon Barkley uh, franchise tag and Daniel Jones, they have 18.9 million in cap space. So I think we could see Julian Love come back to the Giants and I wouldn't mind it for IDP. I kind of wouldn't mind seeing him going to the Seahawks. He feels Ooh. like a Seahawks type player. Yes. They're going to lose Ryan Neal. Uh, Julian Love proved last year he could play plenty of, of box for him. I know they got Jamal Adams coming back, but do they have Jamal Adams coming back? Do they? That's like he's the uh, Darius or Shaq Leonard of the safety position. Yeah. Yeah. Feel great about him when he's out there, but that's a big when he's out there. Right. And so, you know, you never know. I mean, he could be someone that they maybe move or um, I don't think he's in a spot where they can cut him yet. But that's probably coming next year. Oh, for sure. As soon as they could get out from under that contract, yeah. they are absolutely jettisoning his ass into space. So, yes. You like Jamal Adams, though. You're praying for the bounce back. That's right. You got him on a, a couple leaks. Yeah. Would love to see it. I don't know that we will, yeah. but would love to see it. Can't get rid of him. Yeah, exactly. No one's uh, going to give you more than, like, what, a third for him? Maybe. I mean. Some sucker. Yeah. Yeah. If you can get a third for Jamal Adams, yeah. absolutely cash that Good out. Riddance, brother. Yeah. You, you out of here. So let's talk about here before we go to break. Next safety on the list is Jordan Poyer. Addy, I think there's a chance the Bills bring back Poyer. If we're choosing between Tremaine and Poyer, I think Poyer makes more sense to bring back. He's been a rock for that team since they signed him in free agency. Um, so we will see where he ends up. If it's not the Bills, though, I could see the Las Vegas Raiders. There's been this kind of funny kind of video circulating. I think maybe Poyer was playing or he was doing a podcast, maybe like streaming a video game or something. And talking about, well, you know, Florida, no state income tax. That'd be pretty nice. Like talking about the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. So Raiders, no state income tax in Nevada either. Plus a ton of cap space, plus a lacking defense. I'd love to see uh, Jordan Poyer join a team with uh, Max Crosby. Yeah, that no state income tax, man. That should, that's, that's very nice. I mean, that should be a big incentive for players. So you'd love to see that it's on his mind. It's, yeah. That's a guy. That's, that's a 30-plus-year-old. That's a 30-year-old that's a, that's a thought right that's there. That's right. Oh, wait, taxes. Yeah. Yes. I should think about keeping more of my money. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Raiders losing about 1,272 safety snaps. Ron Harmon, the biggest contributor to that. And they've got about $39.7 million in cap space. So they could make a deal like this work, I think, for Poyer. I like it. Uh, what are they going to do at quarterback? I think they're going to go get like a Will Levis in the draft. I've seen him mocked there a lot, and I think it makes a lot of sense. I've also seen some mocks where they jump up to one and take Stroud. <laughs> so I think they're going the rookie route. I really do. Because it seems like the Jets are the only ones going after Rodgers. Yeah. That's so, going to happen, right? I think so. All right. So for me, I have a Jordan Poyer going to the Patriots. Old Billy B has gotten a good look at Jordan Poyer over the years. And I bet he'd love to see him alongside Kyle Duggar. So I think that'd be a pretty fun little fit. Jordan, Jordan Poyer feels like a Patriots-type player. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's funny. I would love to see the numbers on, like, divisional, in-division signings, right? Because when you're doing this kind of pro personnel scouting, it's a lot easier to scout someone that you played against. Yeah. Um, so, and you could, you know, I think it's just uh, maybe there's some kind of bias working against you there but it's like familiarity bias or something yeah. like well we we know this guy we've seen this guy there's yeah. less risk and unknown because we've personally experienced what it's like to play against this guy so uh we we'll see though they they uh, Devin McCourty is still I think maybe I think he's a free agent but I mean they, they've talked about yeah he's, he's got, talked about not wanting to play anywhere else I think he's retiring isn't he hopefully he is yeah. like 35 I, I think that seems like the play there for but yeah for McCourty so I think they're gonna I think they're gonna have a safety need. Yeah. So all right, well let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we will finish up the safety group and uh dive into a D-line class that isn't exactly super spicy, but there are some names out there that are a little bit interesting. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back.
All right, welcome back to the IDP show. We are continuing with the safety group. We just talked about Jordan Poyer. Let's queue up the next safety on the list from a team we've already talked about. It was Jesse Bates' safety mate, Vaughn Bell. Addy is also hitting free agency. So no surprise to see the Cincinnati Bengals at number two on the vacated snaps for the safety position with 1,885 walking out the door between Von Bell and Jesse Bates. But, Addy, that was actually not the number one team. The number one team in terms of losing safety snaps was the Los Angeles Rams at 1,894 with Nick Scott and Taylor Rapp hitting free agency. So that was kind of – I tweeted that out. That was just kind of shocking that everyone talks about the Bengals, you know, the – the Eagles were kind of the the big team, right, with losing the linebacker snaps because you had both Kaiser White and TJ Edwards walking out the door. The Bengals felt like the equivalent for me in terms of losing safety snaps, but the poor Los Angeles Chargers, $14.5 million over the cap. I don't know who the hell is going to be playing safety for these guys, along with several other positions if they you know, release Leonard Floyd, trade Jalen Ramsey, uh, trade or cut Allen Robinson. Like this team is is uh, slowly burning it down to the ground. We don't have many picks either. Yeah, so it's maybe be like, they have a bunch of like fourth and fifth yes. rounders. I think you got to hit on those fourths there, Sean McVay. But let's talk about Von Bell. Let's give him his moment in the sun. I mentioned it earlier. I think he's going back to the Bengals because I think they will pair either Bates or Bell with Dax Hill and. Uh, the folks I've listened to that kind of study defense and know what makes defensive defenses tick think that Bell is actually the key to this Bengals defense. So let's get him back in Cincinnati, pair him with Dax Hill, and off we fly. What about the Broncos? Ooh. Kareem Jackson, he's a free agent. Uh, and then, you know, where did Von Bell come from? The Saints. Sean Payton. Back, oh, Addy connecting some dots. I love this. So, I mean, that that would be nice. That'd be a nice little safety tandem. Von Bell, Justin Simmons. Yeah, they are the 10th neediest team with 1,182 snaps walking out. Yeah, Addy mentioned about 1,071 for Kareem Jackson. Broncos got about 9.7 million in caps. They can absolutely make that work. Folks, that was on the spot. (laughs) I'm on another level tonight. Oh, there's uh, you made some people mad. <laughs> Sorry right about that, brother. <laughs> Whatever your name is, the guy with a uh, lot more, a uh, lot more following than followers. I'll say that <laughs> ratio all out of whack with the haters, Addy. <laughs> so let's transition to the next position group here. Unless there's any other safeties that you wanted to draw attention to, Addy, but these were the big hitters, at least as I was going through the list. Um, Juan Thornhill, you mentioned out the door, Donovan Wilson, Mike Edwards, but, uh, Donovan Wilson. Yeah. He's interesting. I yes. Mean, I could see, I mean, he was really good last year for Dallas. Um, really good for IDP as well. 12.1 points per game last year. Also 70.1 PFF grade for Donovan Wilson. So he's interesting. I mean, uh, I could see a team, you know, giving him like between five to 7 million per year. And yep. I mean, if that's the case, I think that he's going to be like a starter somewhere. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting these safeties uh, that are free agents I think are getting suppressed a little more than maybe some of the linebackers because you look at Donovan Wilson going as DB62 right now. Yeah, That seems too late. Yeah, that could be a very nice value, uh, you know, a week from now. Um, Yeah, I like Donovan Wilson a decent amount. So, oh, I was also going to say, we didn't mention um, Chuck Clark. Cut Clark got traded today. So, I I was working through the nicknames. Cut Clark, we thought maybe he'd be Cut Clark. Turns out he was just Chucked Clark. Right. They just chucked him to the curb. Yeah. So, here you go, Jets. I think it was for a seventh-round pick. Seventh-round pick. Yeah, so... um it's Kham season, baby. That's right. Are you excited? Yeah, I know. Uh, John Macri posted the tweet with the player card before I could even share the tweet in our Slack. The man was ready. He was ready. He, he was, was ready for Kham yes. season to be here, and it has arrived. Yeah, so we're happy for Kham. But yeah, I mean, we you know we've been ready for this. Kham's been top five uh, dynasty safety for us all year. Yep. I mean that we knew this was coming. You know. That's that's the difference over at the IDP show, folks. We we try to be ahead of the curve. That's like, right. You can't be scared and oh boy, he's not getting the snaps. We thought just chill out. Just they be patient. Took this guy high for a reason. That's right. Uh, he's a freak. He's a freak. He's productive. 
Um, and the usage is amazing for him, you know. So what's that going to look like now with with even more uh, snaps at his disposal? Excited yeah. for for Kham. Kham season is upon. Excited us. for us. That's right. We are excited for us as well. Let's talk about some defensive linemen. And again, this is not the most exciting group, but we'll try to touch on some of the bigger names here. Let's start with Javon Hargrave, a very nice defensive tackle option in IDP leagues. This one is for one of our favorites, Addy Sigmund Bloom said that the Steelers should have never let Javon Hargrave go. So let's get him back to the Steelers. Uh, They are, let me see where they are on this list. They are not on this list, but anybody, any team in the NFL could use a defensive tackle like Javon Hargrave. So let's get him over there. Let's double check. So they, they're, again, about $328,000 over the cap, but that's very manageable uh, to clear out some space and pay a, guy like, pay a guy like Javon Hargrave. Let's get Javon Hargrave over to Detroit. Oh, I mean, that's nice as well. That is a team that needs an interior defensive lineman. Uh, you have really nice edge play all of a sudden there. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, they that's what they have to focus on. The offense is pretty damn good. They got to focus on getting that defense tight, um, and Javon Hargrave is a big step in doing that. Yeah, that's the seventh neediest team. About seventeen hundred vacated snaps and about twenty three point three million dollars in cap space. Addy, was that one off the dome as well? Yes, <laughs> these uh, you're letting it rip. This is kind of thrilling for you. I feel like our dogs are usually so prepped. <laughs> My heart's pounding. Uh, Addy's having to pull some takes out tonight. So let's talk about the next guy on the list. A little bit of a breakout for the Arizona Cardinals. We're talking about Zach Allen, edge, free agent. Addy, this is another one that I said it just makes a lot of sense to send him back from whence he came. After losing J.J. Watt, the Cards need Zach Allen. I'd like to see him paired up with Jonathan Gannon, who works some magic with that Philadelphia defensive line, turning him into the most sack-heavy team in the league after being, I think, like bottom two, bottom three the year before. So let's send Zach Allen back. This Cardinals team is not going to be very good, but I think Zach Allen could be a bright spot on that team. Yeah, I agree. The Cardinals should not let Zach Allen get away. I'm afraid that he may be getting paid, though. Um, I think he's one of the better edge prospects. He, he kind of does a lot of both. He can play inside. He can play outside. Um Zach Allen is really good, and he's been really good for IDP. 13.4 points per game. Let's give some respect to the homie. Uh, 10 points per game in 2021. 72.7 PFF grade last year. 25.6 years old. So, I mean, you know, he's about to enter his prime. You love that he worked alongside uh, J.J. Watt for and Chandler Jones for a bit there. That's I mean, right. So, you know, you imagine he picked up quite a few things from them. I could see him going somewhere like Chicago, someone that has a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, um, they have a massive need there. They don't have anybody, anyone, literally anyone. They're going to draft someone probably pretty high. But I mean, I think Zach Allen is a nice guy, nice versatile piece for you. Can do a lot of different things. Um, I'll yeah. go Chicago. Chicago is number five on the list. About eighteen hundred snaps walking out the door. Uh, Alcadine Muhammad being the biggest one. Uh, Ninety-six point eight million dollars in cap space. Uh, just check the Cardinals, according to Over the Cap, have about $28.5 million. So they could bring, I think, Zach back. And I think with Jonathan Gannon being a defensive-minded head coach, I think he will prioritize keeping this guy in the building. But we'll see. The Bears would be a nice fit as well. Eddie, I'm just going to set you up like a beautiful day at the golf course here for this tee shot with one of your favorites. You just can't quit him. It's carb face Marcus Davenport hitting the free agent pile. Where do you think Marcus ends up, or where would you like to see him end up? Gosh, I don't know here. This is a tough one. Um, I mean, maybe somewhere like Philly, but no, not Philly because they got two guys that are fine. Um, this is it, it went off the rails here, Josh. Oh, you? I shouldn't have teed you up. I thought this was like a beautiful <laughs> kind of handoff. Here. I don't know where I want him to go, dude. I mean, there's. I, I am worried about Marcus Davenport a little bit, obviously, but um, has he had any more kids? I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully, the the binge eating that comes with uh, you know having kids has not uh, you know befallen him right before free agency. Maybe San Fran. Yeah, I mean that 
he's probably have gonna, a need there. He's probably going to cost a, a, a decent amount. I, I feel like he's. he's I still don't know, gonna, man. I think he's going to have to take like a Hassan Reddick one year prove it deal. Maybe so. Maybe so. You know? But somewhere like San Fran, I think would be good. You know, work work alongside uh, Nick Bosa. That's right. Um, yeah, I think what Abby Cam's out the door. Abby Cam's out the door. Charles and Minihue's out the door. They're actually number four on the list with about twenty two hundred snaps gone and about seven point eight million dollars in cap. Yeah, I mean. Marcus Davenport is just so weird. You know, he's not getting the production that that we want to see. The sacks were not there at all last year, but he's still grading very well. Like all the advanced stats are still really good. Um, and if you watch the games, I mean, he was he was getting there. He just wasn't finishing. Maybe he doesn't want to hurt the quarterbacks. Maybe, Maybe so. he's just like really good friends with them, and is like, God, I really want to slam this guy to the ground and like pop his shoulder out of socket. And maybe his pinky hurt. You know, he, he did, did get half of it removed. That's right. So maybe I, he was thinking about it constantly and it affected his, you know, ability to finish brighter days ahead. Uh, we, you know, Marcus Davenport had a lot of pressure there on him in new Orleans. They traded up to, yeah. to, to get him. Took him over um, Lamar Jackson. And, and you know how it goes. Like there's just a lot of pressure on a guy like that. The, the fans are calling him a bus probably in his mentions. Like, you know, he feels it like these guys know, like they're not, they're not dummies. So, I mean, fresh start can always do anyone good. Um, so I, I like Mark, Marcus Davenport and we could see him, you know, have, we could see him, you know, show why the saints believed in him. You know, he could, he could easily have a, a, a second half turnaround. Like we've seen this before. Like a lot of guys, you know, uh, think about, um, Cameron Jordan. Like he didn't start out, you know, what he became, um, Cameron Hayward, like guys take some time, you know, we've, we talked about this a lot. Um, especially these big boys. Just like that, folks. He's back in. Marcus Davenport. (laughs) Let's see where Davenport's going, because I think the general kind of feeling on Davenport is just get this guy out of here. Yeah, he's DL71. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, so that's great value, I will say. Might have to end up with carb face on a few of my rosters here. You do. You have a few Davenports. Do I? I I get all these leagues confused. You definitely do. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. He's, I mean, he's he's decently high in the ranks. I yeah. mean, we've, we've got him like in the – I've probably got him like the DL50 range on the best ball ranks. So there you go. Folks, that's value. Let's talk about uh, one more player here from the defensive line. Again, this group is not super sexy, y'all. They're, if you're looking for edge rusher, you are in trouble because there's not a lot to be had out there. But Draymond Jones, I just wanted to shout out Draymond, defensive tackle, and I love this hat tip to PFF for this one. What about – Draymond Jones, following former defensive coordinator Ejiro Evero to the Carolina Panthers. I like that a lot. Pair him with Derek Brown. Get him on that line with Brian Burns. I think that could be pretty sick. And uh, would love to see Draymond Jones in Carolina. I like Draymond Jones. We've um, we've said that numerous times on this show. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like he could he could probably get a decent little deal that might surprise people. Um, I think he's one of the, the better options in this, this free agent class. Uh, let's say the Raiders, you know, they, they need someone on the inside. That's um, a great point. I was listening to a Raiders breakdown on the athletic football show. And they asked the beat writer, like, what does a good off season look like? Where do you guys start? He said, interior defensive line. He said, we signed seven defensive tackles last year and none of them worked out. Yeah. So that's beautiful. I love that Addy. Yeah, and Jermont can he's versatile. He can do a lot of different things too. I mean, I don't think you know if you need to put him outside for a little bit, he he'd be fine there. Um, but yeah, Jermont Jones, really impressive player. Very um, underrated, I feel very like. Very underrated. Yep. Same thing. Like I've I've been scooping him up in all these best balls. Like I'll, he's like usually there in the thirteenth, fourteenth round for me. So um, yeah, great player. We're probably gonna see um, him take a step up. Yeah, he is uh, DL seventy. So right above Beautiful. Marcus Davenport. Christian Barmore going as DL71. That's interesting. I feel like he should be higher. Now, of course, DL's pretty deep. DL I mean, is deep. There's a lot of very usable defensive tackles. Yes. You know? Oh, yeah. So, all right. Well, that's the end of the list. Unless there was anyone else that you wanted to call out from this defensive line group, Addy. Um, I made a tweet today about Arden Key. Uh, yes, let's talk about that. Arden Key, he he was really good last year. 81.3 PFF grade. Um, I think he had six and a half sacks maybe on like 41% of the snaps. So, yeah, I, I expect him to land somewhere where he could maybe see, you know, 50 to 60% of the snaps. Um, he's still just 26 years old, I believe. So 
Yeah, I like Arden Key. He's he's someone that's going to be under the radar. Um, our boy Agbania Okorangwa. Well, not bad. Yeah, closer. Yeah, than probably good. ever before. Nate Tice trying to pronounce that on the athletic football show was like a massacre. Oh, it, that's it, his thing is he can't pronounce names. But it was. I was like, I think he's talking about Okorangwa, but I'm yeah. not sure. That's kind of our my thing too as well. Yes. So um, you do your best though, and we appreciate that. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe. He's interesting, I guess. Um, Jadavian Clowney, he's he's out there. Lorenzo Carter, he's back with the with the Falcons. That's right. So yeah, Lorenzo Carter back with the Falcons. Uh, John Kaminsky, he's he was with Detroit. He was interesting, you know, for a few weeks there. Really good pressure wise. Sixty eight point three PFF grade last year. Um, Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox is yeah. out there. Defensive tackle required leagues. That's it, man. I'm telling you, it is not a good-looking group. I mean, this is just kind of a yeah. very meh position overall. Yeah. So Hard out here for some pimps. Linebacker is the star of the class, yes. but also linebacker is like, you know, the position that no one cares about anymore. So, yeah. Although maybe we're seeing a trend back towards that, right? We talked about that with, with Sigmund Bloom last year. More teams running the ball. Um, more teams playing this too-high shell look. So, I mean, if you want to punish teams – you should run the ball. That's right. And so maybe, you know, I know Jack Campbell and those types are, are kind of considered like throwback linebackers, but we may be kind of heading towards a league where that's relevant again. Yep. Um, it's a pendulum. It always swings from yep. one end to the other. Just depends on how long it takes and what players are there to reap the benefits from kind of a changing landscape. But I could see it. I could see more two linebacker, you know, looks for the majority of teams, whereas yeah. – it's gone to primarily dime with one linebacker being the predominant guy. Teams are getting ran all over. That's right. Uh, passing is down. Rushing is up. I think let's uh, de- defensive coordinators. Let's let's adapt here. Yeah. So, well, this was fun, Addy. Hope you all it's enjoyed. Look at this. Look at under an hour. It's pretty insane. What the hell's wrong with us? I feel like yeah. we've done something bad here. Uh, but hope you all enjoyed this episode. As I mentioned, we will be back on. Monday night, recapping all of the signings from the legal tampering period. Um, and then we have John Macri coming back the week after that. I know he's actually back next week, Addy. He's back. So we got a twofer for you guys again next week. We got Jake we'll Colhagen. We, we may feel like doing another one too if there's more stuff breaking. Might have to, but we'll have for sure on Monday, we'll have the legal tampering period recap. A lot of those deals will get signed then. John Macri will be back with Jake Colhagen talking buys and sells for IDP from the NFC. So look forward to that as well. So we'll double up next week. And then Addy, I mean, the roller coaster, it was cresting the hill the last couple weeks, and, and we're we're off and running now, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. This is what it's all about. This is where this we is, shine. This is where you find your edge, folks. We ain't taking time off. We're out here drafting. We're out here thinking about this stuff daily. That's We're out right. Here tweaking stuff daily. And not Follow just hamstrings. Us. Not just hamstrings. We're out here tweaking some rankings. Every day. Every, every day. damn day. Every day. This folks. is what we do. We don't take we and also you get the pot every damn week, don't you? Yep. Check us out. The show.com. We got a lot of cool stuff cooking. We just uh Put the uh, roster eval. That has been really, really fun. We got Jake. Cole Hagen, we got Jeff Pomazal, a.k.a. Boo Bam, doing those for us. It's a free perk over at the show.com. So if you're a paid supporter over yeah, there. Five a month. You can get a 30-minute roster eval, and these guys are going to help you break down your team, trade targets, who do you want in the rookie draft, who should you be looking to you know, maybe move and get uh, upgraded another position. Uh Whatever it is, whatever it is that you're wanting to work out with your team and your roster, you can do it over there at theidpshow.com. You get the rankings. You get the crash course. We're sending out paid best balls where you can play for free and win our money. We've got the IDP draft kit coming on May 1st. So, folks, you don't want to miss out. This is, like Addy said, the time to plug in because this is where you find your edges. This is where you find the value. And if you are interested in those things, Addy, you know where to find us. We'll be here. We'll see you guys then. Thanks for listening. And now I'm